All right, this is Uprooted and this is Josh. Uh, note before this episode, our connection to the internet uh, that we use for recording to the cloud um, was funky during the recording of this podcast. So uh, we had to re-record some sections and do a bit of editing. But I think this is a really important podcast uh, focused on how to caucus in Minnesota. Um, a lot of what we do at IETP is figuring out you know, what the best policy solutions are. Um, and in this podcast, we're going to talk about some concrete steps you can take to actually get those policies implemented. So uh, I want to first apologize for the recording quality and second say, I hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to Upgrade, the podcast from the Institute for Agriculture and Trade Policy. I'm Josh Weiss. Um, just a note, this is a Minnesota-specific episode, so if you're listening around the world and uh, you're very curious in how we Minnesotans do civic engagement, you're welcome to keep listening. Um, so IATP, um, you know, we're an international organization, but um, we kind of view Minnesota as a laboratory for testing a lot of solutions that work in terms of making sure farmers are getting fair price for their goods, have access to markets, and that our food system is fair and just. Um, as part of that work, uh, we've been participating in a loose coalition of organizations who are working around food access um, and, and healthy food in the Twin Cities area. And this group of people uh, ha has um, decided to become active in the Minnesota caucuses, which are coming up on uh, February 6th. So joining me is Nadia Burnish, chair of the St. Paul Ramsey County Food and Nutrition Commission, and Leah Gardner, the campaign manager for the Good Food Access Campaign of the American Heart Association. All right, let's jump right in. So uh, talk a bit more about this, this, this group that's been meeting um, and what, what the large scale 30,000 foot aims are. Yeah, well, there are quite a number of of folks from various organizations around Minnesota that are working to address some pretty significant food access challenges we face here in the state. Some, uh, some are more focused on anti-hunger aspects, some on, um, on just making sure there is an access point uh, for people to get healthy, affordable food, uh, and others really on the ground um, in the day-to-day -day farming and growing space. And we've come together across uh, quite a diverse range of issues and are working to help more people know about the, the food and farming issues we face here in Minnesota. Um, yeah, thanks. Um, yeah, I think that's a great summary of the group that's come together. And one of the reasons why we're really excited to use the caucuses um, as a platform uh, is because the caucuses are a chance to um, raise awareness and educate our communities about the issues that we are facing uh, around food and farming in Minnesota. And it's also a chance where we can impact our party's platforms. Um, so every party's platform that you are reading, everything in it started at a precinct caucus level in Minnesota. Um, so we have a real chance to impact the issues that candidates are looking at and our elected officials are considering. 
what is a caucus? I mean, Minnesota is actually kind of unique in that we don't have a primary system. Yeah, so, well, let's start with the precinct caucus, right? Because that's what happens on February 6th. And the precinct caucus um, happens in neighborhoods, right? The smallest level of organizing in parties. And it's a way for the parties to talk about the issues and to endorse candidates. Um, and so there are a couple of um, things that will happen at a precinct caucus, but you're gonna be there with your neighbors. When you think about where they are, they're usually at schools or libraries right in your neighborhood. And the people that come are people that you live around. Um, and, and that's one of the beauties, um, is that at that very small level, that's where our democracy starts. So what happens at a precinct caucus? Yeah, so I mean, we'll break it down, I think, really simply. Um, you go in and you will sort of stand in line to sign in based on where you live. Um, there will be different rooms for different locations because sometimes at a school or a library, library there will be a number of different caucuses happening. So you'll find the room that you go to. Um, and then there'll be a precinct chair that will call the business to order. And um, there'll be an agenda that tells you exactly what you're going to do that evening. So you'll first choose the volunteers who will organize some of the political activities in the precinct. You'll choose a new precinct chair. You'll choose some of those very local offices. And if you're interested in getting more involved, this is a great way to do it. Um, and you don't have to have any experience. I think I want to emphasize that everyone is welcome to attend the precinct caucus of the party that aligns closely with their values. Um, even if you've never been there before. Right? There's no prerequisite for experience. Um, so you're going to, at this caucus, vote, cast a straw poll for your uh, governor candidate. Um, and then you're going to talk about the ideas that you want your party to support and choose delegates for um, the next level of the district convention and then eventually state convention. And so this sort of works the same way in all the parties, maybe with some slight variation. And I know that, you know, some state like the Greens have done this online now but um, uh, so you don't have to worry about what party you're caucusing for it should be a similar process correct yeah. correct those things should be happening regardless of party all right so what are the basics of if I'm ready to go to the caucus how do I do it what am I going to look for um, how am I going to find where I need to go um, what are the what are the logistics yeah, so first, uh, just the date is February 6th, so next Tuesday at 7 p.m. That's when um, the main party caucuses are happening. And there is a way through the Secretary of State's office to find your caucus. It's, it's pretty simple, and there's a caucus finder where you just punch in your, your address, and you'll find out exactly where you need to go. We can put that link on our podcast page. Perfect, yeah. There and then you look for whichever party um, you want to attend and it's pretty simple as far as figuring out where you need to go and it's, it's 7 p.m. in all cases. But, you know a big part of the caucuses and I've, I've been a precinct caucus chair in the past and people a lot of people will show up for the straw poll and leave but a lot of people will then stick around because they want to have um, uh, input onto the party's platform. Um, and so what, what's the importance of that? Yeah, well, you know, I think specifically on uh, issues like food access, what, 
what this provides is an opportunity for us to raise this, the visibility of this issue um, so that in having food be part of the dialogue in our election process. So if we want to see our elected officials support our farmers, then one important way that we show that there's uh, interest in that is when they're listening really closely, which is while they're candidates for office. The resolution process uh, for this group is an important way to say we need to do more and we need to have people vocally prioritize and commit to to food issues and so this is this is really our chance to get the attention of oil candidates um, state uh, legislators that'll be up for election and local electives as well so that is why we're talking about bringing forward a resolution specifically on this subject mm -hmm. Um, great. And, you know, one thing I'll say on that is that the more people who are submitting the same or similar resolutions, the more likely it is these resolutions move up to actually um, get into the party platform. Yeah, that's a, that's a really important point and something we really want to make sure that people understand is that we want to make sure people all the state are taking these resolutions and introducing them um, just for that very reason. All right, so talk to me about the resolution process. I mean, the reason this coalition or group came together was, and, and your purpose for the caucuses is to submit these resolutions and get, get it passed and get it into the party platform. How do you do that if I go to a caucus? So we had a really great process of people coming together across um, food access, uh, farming and growing, and folks engaged in anti-hunger efforts uh, and really through a collaborative process developed a resolution and uh, want to bring that forward so that we're elevating the issue, uh, the issues of food access for our elected officials and educating them about uh, why this needs more attention. Um, so I can actually go ahead and read the resolution as if I were at the caucus. Uh, presenting this before my group. And so the resolution goes, let it be resolved that Minnesota's elected officials must commit to doing all they can to improve the economic viability of food production and distribution in the region and to increase access to and affordability of healthy food in all of our communities. So Nadia, if I show up at the caucus and I'm gung-ho to submit that resolution, what do I do? So you will have signed in, you will have gone through some party business and they will arrive at the portion of the evening where they're going to um, open the floor for resolutions and they'll say, um, would anybody like to offer up a resolution? And so you will raise your hand, you'll say your name, you will read the resolution just like Leah did. The precinct chair will ask if there's any discussion. Usually there is not any discussion because this is the time where people are really open to ideas and want them to pass through to the next process. Um, there may be a couple of questions. Um, and if you don't know the answer, um, I'm not sure, but I can get back with you. And if, um, you want to read some of your supporting points. There are supporting points in the resolution. This is a good time to do it. And um, 
then they'll take a vote. They'll say, all in favor, aye. And you'll hear lots of ayes and possibly applause. And they'll say, any opposed? There will probably be silence at the opposed part. And you will submit your resolution. There is a form to fill out for both parties. Um, there is a specific form that I think we're going to put up on the website. And um, you can take and fill in the top part of the form and actually just attach the resolution if you've printed it off or hand copy it if you want to. Um, and it's really that easy. Um, yeah. One of the things that Leah and I were talking about um, in terms of the importance of the resolutions is how frustrating it is that food and farming issues haven't really been a part of our political discourse as much as we feel like they should be. And so this really is an opportunity to raise the level of conversation around this and really create awareness. So that's that's one of the primary goals here. So say I, I get my resolution passed and I'm really gung-ho to see it get passed on to the next level and make it into the party platform. I have the opportunity to become a delegate to the uh, the Senate district or county convention and then eventually the state convention. Can you talk a bit about how that works? Sure. Towards the end of the evening, they, the precinct chair will ask for volunteers to be a delegate to the next um, level of party organization. Um, in the Republican Party, it's the basic political operating unit for the DFLs. It's the Senate district or it may be organized by county. Um, in greater Minnesota. And so when you volunteer to be a delegate, you volunteer to go on and represent at that level. And usually what that means is it's a half day to day long commitment, depending on how much party business there'll be, in March or maybe early April, usually on a Saturday. Um, they actually will probably have the dates already set at your caucus so you can look at your calendar and know if you're available. And we really encourage people to volunteer to become delegates because one of the very important things that happens at that next level convention is a vote on the resolutions. And so you'll actually have a sheet with all of the resolutions that have made it through to the process at that point, um, hundred give or take maybe resolutions, and you will be able to vote whether those should go through or not. And we need um, a lot of people to be able to speak to this and vote. Um, for our resolutions. The other thing that you get to do is there's a point in time where they open up the floor for people to speak to specific resolutions. And so it's another opportunity for us to, again, inject into our conversation and our discourse the importance of food and farming and the challenges that we're facing here in Minnesota. And you have a very, a very active audience. This is one of my most favorite parts um, of the day because I really learn a lot about the issues that people care about. And um, you have, you know, a captive audience who are listening to um, why it is we think that this is important. So I want to encourage people, even if you're first timers, to volunteer to be a delegate. Um, usually there are enough seats for everyone who wants to be a delegate. So it's in most places not a competitive process, um, although there may be some areas where it is a little bit competitive and so you may be prepared to say why you want to. But first timers are certainly welcome and you don't have to have any special experience. Um, and um, Leah and I and some other folks are committed to doing a training for those who volunteer to be delegates who would like some more support in that in the future. So we hope you will. Great. Well, Nadia Vernish, Leah Gardner, thanks a lot for joining me on the podcast.
You've been listening to Uprooted, the podcast from the Institute for Agriculture and Trade Policy. For more information on what you've heard today, including information on how to caucus and the resolutions that we're asking people to introduce at the conference, you can visit our website at www.iatp.org.